Hey there, Lions fans. Randy and Rich back with you here in the early days of summer, the hazy early days of summer. Uh, new new wildfires from uh, reportedly from Wisconsin are are invading our our summer skies with with smoke and uh, red sunsets and sunrises and uh, I don't know what you're talking and... about, Rich. What do you mean? <laughs> Uh, 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 unsafe air quality. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Randy's taking care of some indoor uh, activities. Oh this week. my God! I had, and we're coming to you from Lowe's in Petoskey. Where my hot water heater committed suicide. <laughs> had to yeah. go, had to go to Lowe's and get another one. And uh, I was here at that. Well, what the hell? Let's buy a washer and dryer too. You know, so. Get it all. So yeah, it was been an expensive day. So from the parking lot at Lowe's, we're doing our part podcast tonight, and uh, get the mind off of, of the the inside chores. Well, yeah, and uh, so if you hear the wind or some birds or things, yeah. it's, uh, we're outside. We're uh, we live in the great great north, and we're here. We're outdoors in the great north. So. And, we're going this like kind of every other week kind of thing, uh, just because it is lazy days of summer. Mm. And, uh, but yeah, so to, to, to take our mind off of things, we're going to talk about the Lions because that's what, uh, people are, are here for. There's yeah. still uh, not, not too much for me and Randy to argue about. Now um, it's the middle of summer. Everybody's yeah. on vacation and the media's got like, Got their feelers out there for every little stinking thing they can find to talk about. So it's like Rich and I figure, well, if ever they're going to talk about all the garbage stuff, we'll just wait. We'll do one every two weeks. Just let everybody know that we're still breathing. <laughs> you know, and, breathing, and, breathing hazy air. Yeah. So from what I understand, getting down to the basics here, that, that, uh, our um, OTAs was a success, and and uh, a lot of things I think didn't you know g- gave the coaches a better idea what they did this year with free agency and the draft. It feels like it it was successful, you know the the path uh, that they they went on, uh, the people that were there, and, uh, not getting hurt. And, all that stuff. Yeah. It just it felt like uh, there was a plan and, and they executed. Uh, they still haven't given us any inside the den off season stuff yet. No, we're but I saw there, there was Usually a, there's, there was a little OTA trailer stuff. on Twitter today that uh, mm. said, uh, um, I'll look for it forward to it somewhere in the beginning or the middle of July. Well, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Nice. Yes, I saw that today, a little trailer. Okay, so yeah, so that will kind of help bridge the gap between the OTAs and training camp, and as well as uh, the helmet, the new uh, the new helmet. The new helmet. Oh my God! Okay, we talked about that. Let's talk about that because yeah. our our friend Todd, not in agreement with that, says look like something of a college. Uh, really team Texas Tech or alternate helmet, right? Or, you know, yeah, weird. I, I myself, I you know, if I have to critique anything about the helmet, 
It's it, it's a different kind of blue. It's called electric blue, and I just think it might be just a tad bit too electric. You know what I mean? I I like the color. I do. Okay, whether it goes with the the grays or not, it it's still a different color blue than Honolulu blue. But electric blue, I just think it's a titch too electric. But that would be my only thing. I love the retro. I do. I've been. Well, that's the thing. It is wanting a hat with that with that emblem on there. You know, that's from like the fifties or sixties or something. Yeah. Maybe even before that. You know. No, there was there was. Well, they had a cartoonish thing uh, before that at one point, uh, the fifties, right, and stuff. But uh, it's yeah, you're right. The color, you know, it really is. Uh, I think it's a late sixties uh, Mustang color. Oh, is it? Yeah, it, it's so. It, the throwback is yeah, like part of it, the whole thing is a celebration of ninety years of oh, the Lions, right? And so it's trying to pull, I, or I believe, right, that they're trying to pull from every every aspect of of the Lions for that. And uh, there's talk that it may somehow work into the. Uh, the new uniform that's coming next year, right? And that's that's uh, that's why new alternates next year. That's right? why so, I'm wondering, you know, what our color rush will look like next year because I think the gray is going to be out. Honestly, I do. I mean, who knows? They, who knows? You know, they instead of having the whites, it, maybe they have the grays. Yeah. You know, but maybe there's some electric blue thrown in there. Right. Probably in the pants. Ooh, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You know, because when we play the all blues, it seems to we seem to lose. You know, so right. is it just the blue pants? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Well, you know? the the blue helmet, you know, it would would be the only blue helmet in the NFL. There there hasn't been a. A blue helmet, right? You know, and that might be or otherwise. That might be why Todd is kind of upset about it because you know, it, 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 the the emblem is more so on the top of the helmet, the logo Mm. is more so on top of the helmet than the side, and it makes to me it does it makes it look more like college like you know, but but it's a different kind of logo because it's it's a. The bars in in the center of the logo are tall. Yeah, you know? they are. And, Those and are I, Mustang bars, by yeah, the way. You right. Know? Yeah. So, it, and like I think in the, our text chain, you you commented, you, I think you wanted a maybe a gray helmet. Was it? I think you said and, right. But that the one bar in that logo was gray, and so you'd have to change that to to white. And I don't know if the white and the blue, because I've got a koozie or cozy, a beer cozy, can cozy, uh, with the the old logo. Yeah, that old logo on it, and it's a, a white and uh, blue bars, bars. Yeah. So, or white and yeah, white and gray actually, because it's a blue, Honolulu blue cozy. So it's white and gray. You know, so the bar, the colors can change, I guess. You know, depending right. on the. Right, but like you Promotion. say, if it's the only blue helmet in in the NF in the NFL, then then that would be why Todd probably thinks it's more college like than NFL like. You yeah. know, because it, it is different. It, it is. It, sure it is. is. It truly is, and it, it might even take, you know, somebody 
like myself yeah. to get used to that shit too you know yeah so well, and, and i saw where the uh the face mask or face guard um is a kind of matte gray yeah color and they called that uh lion's gray so color. yeah that that would match the the color rush stuff you know but also on the color rush jerseys there are little patches of blue yeah and around the the collar the collar i believe yeah i think so too so so you know it does kind of match up but i i don't know if it's the same blue you know and that's that's where next year's uniforms will probably come in will we have will the color rush theme say stay the same or or will that change up too with new uniforms coming that's yeah that's my question you know yeah the new uniforms is, is is just exciting in itself you know Right, but you know they're only this helmet. They're only going to wear it this year for two games. You know, right. yeah. so so it's not really a big deal. You know, exactly. You know, yeah. and it's it's just as long as it's an ele- uh, a, a, a nationally televised football game, then you know it's when they're going to wear it. You know, so yeah, yeah. Whether you know if it, whether it matches up or not. It's irrelevant because next year we get new uniforms and they will probably match the helmet, you know? Yeah, in some, in some aspect, it's going to be a, a little, you know, just something else to look forward to, let's say. So, um, the story's well, not over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You know. Stay tuned. <laughs> this will be But I guess continued. overall, I, I like the, the helmet myself. I, uh, I just think it, it's a... Call it fun. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's more than whimsical, you know. It's more serious than than just a whimsical gag. Um, yeah, I think a lot of thought went into it, and uh, they've really packed a lot of history and history. Yeah, into it. Yeah, and that's that that's part of that culture, the culture that they want. You know, because because that's a lot of what Detroit is is famous for is is its history in the automotive world, you know? Yeah. You know, those two little bars behind that lion represent a lot more than just the Detroit Lions, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that goes back in a long ways. And so, yeah, I love the nostalgia of the helmet, and I do like the helmet. Like I said, if I was going to critique anything, it would be the color of the blue. I think it's just too electric. Too you electric. Know, too electric. Yeah. But you know what? There, there. That's not the only thing to be excited about. Well, you are an admitted old fogey, anyway. So. <laughs> yes, old fart, aka. Old fart, yes. Old yes. Fart. Um, now, according to FanDuel, the team to win the NFC North is the Lions at plus one forty-five. Um, I didn't see what Chicago was, but Minnesota was plus three fifty, and Green Bay is plus four twenty. So. What Chicago is, I don't, I didn't catch that. I don't think they were much more than Green Bay. You know, maybe they were in the five hundreds. Yeah, and so they weren't like you know two thousand or anything like that. Yeah, so that's according to uh, FanDuel, <clears throat> and then the uh, ESPN analysts, uh, they've got uh, Detroit um, having a forty three percent chance to win the North, Minnesota twenty nine. Mm. Chicago, 16, and Green Bay, 12. 
Twelve percent. Yeah. See, like, yeah. I think that's interesting. Say, say that order again. I don't need the percents. All right. Detroit, Minnesota, Chicago, Green Bay. 43, 29, 16, 12. Okay. Yeah, that's closer to my NFC North thoughts and prediction order. Um, yeah. Well, this is ESPN analyst, and you know how sometimes we don't always agree with the, what anything ESPN has to say, but I don't have it anymore, so yeah, I, I don't yeah. even know how to disagree. I, I don't even really watch it, you know, but I got yeah. it, you know, so. But, um, you know, that is very interesting, you know, because there's been a lot of Chicago fans out there, and the media has kind of went crazy here before the summer break a little bit about Chicago being the kings of the north. And uh, yeah. I guess their ratings in Chicago was a little on the lower end, so they kind of uh, bumped them up or something by just saying something like that, you know. Yeah, a little, uh, little pick me up. I'm gonna throw him a bone. Right, but, but yeah, you know, I could see him finishing second. You know, in, with nine wins or something. And you know, if it, you know, if we the Lions get our twelve, you know, that that we all hope for, then then the rest of them can fight for you know between nine and six wins. Uh, for all I care. Well, <laughs> for all I care. I, you know, I don't think Detroit needs to win that many games to win. You know? I, I just looking to at the schedule. To win the North, you know. I just, I mean, it's stupid, but looking at the schedule, I, really, I mean, I, probably not alone in these sentiments, but, you know, everyone's kind of thinking I've got a feeling about this season that I haven't had in, in forever. And... <laughs> <coughs> if ever and I look at when I just blatantly look at the games and run down the list I'm like the Lions should be in the conversation to win every game you know it, maybe you know they say there's five games they're they're not favored in and you can pick them off and you'll probably get them right if, you know and but well, yet at the same time you're like yeah but Lions are freaking good. And yeah, they're, they're still not out of the question. Right, that's true. You know, because you got if you take a look at last year, you know, you know they they lost to to the Vikings by three points, and that was because our coach still hadn't learned how to make the right decision as a head coach yet. You know, sure, he made it. So we lost by three points. And what was the Philly game? The Philly game was. Four one, points? Yeah, one score. Four points. It was four points. First game of the season. Yeah. So, no. No. The first game, of the, we lost by three points to Philly. Okay, three. And then we lost, I think, by four points to Minnesota. Okay. That, yeah, I, I'd way. have to go back and look at that, but I think that's the way it and was. Then the, the Seattle game really gave it away. You know, there's like, you know, there's three games, you know, right there. Yeah, because so, we came back and we just got totally smoked by like three, four teams in a row, you know, and then, and then it just seems like they just, boom, somebody waved a magic wand and uh, our secondary coach got fired and everything got better. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of different things came together and and uh, and you hope you hope for uh, that to continue. Uh, it, it, you just, you figure, uh, 
not every aspect of a team is going to get better every year. No, but when one does, they talk about it, you know? Last year, it was Cincinnati, right? Or a year before, it was Cincinnati. And then Cincinnati kind of faltered, but they still made the playoffs, you know? Yeah. But, you know, and, and, the, and the question is, you know, who's, who's the kings of the AFC North this year? Is You know, is it going to be Cincinnati? Cleveland's making a strong point for themselves. Is it is oh, Pittsburgh? It was, yeah. yeah, we did the the East last week. Last week, right? Yeah, you know, it was a big. It's just a big question in there. You know, who's going to be the stronger team in that league? But when when we look at um, when we look at it, it's a, in, at the AFC teams that we have to play this year, then then uh, it, it it starts off right at the very first game of the NFL season, right? Yeah. The national new. televised game, which will premiere the Lions' new helmet. So yeah, and it's a it's a Thursday night, and that's what the or no, that's sun, Sunday night. I, I think it's actually no, it no be, the first game of the has to be, Thursday, has to be Thursday night. Sorry, yeah, yeah, because that's that's when the, the NFL week starts. Yeah. It's on Thursday. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, first night Thursday night, and do you ever? It's uh, the Chiefs, right? And that's one of the games they're not favored in. No. But it's still fairly it, close. I think Chiefs are like, what, plus nine or no, it's not that not, big. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's, I, I, I heard it, but I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, it's been a long time. But I know it. it we are the, the underdog, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Which is expected, and that, yeah. that's fine. But at the same time, you know, when we originally talked the roster, I was like, man, you know, I think I'd I'll legitimately be disappointed if if they lose, and not just because. You know, and I'm not going to give them the old you know try hard trophy and and move on to week two. Uh, I think it's like I envision it being something where it's close, you know. And if if they do in fact lose, uh, I don't see it being like. You know, hopefully it's not a referee loss. You know, that's that's or, gonna that was gonna you know, be my whole point right there. Yeah. You know, this but game it, is gonna it, be but played beyond beyond that. You know, I just uh, I I don't want I don't want it to be a blowout, and I, I don't think it will be. I think it would be close. To, and the Lions are good at beating the spread. I think, and so whatever that is. Yeah, I you know I don't think it was nine. I I I think I I, I but I remember seeing it, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. I didn't. I don't believe I wrote it down. Right. So, yeah, I I I I agree with you, Rich. You know, to a point. <laughs> you know, I I think with the way the Chiefs are, you know, we have to play this at the Chiefs. And it's the very first game of the season, and it all depends. I'm sure they're going to have their best referees on the on the field, and you know. So I'm not really too concerned of whether the uh, you know it's going to be fair play or not. You know, just mm-hmm. only thing I'm asking for is just play hard and and make it close. But if you get a chance to blow these suckers out of the water, <laughs> freaking put the hammer down yeah. and get her done. That's what. That's all I can tell you. Because I'd 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 say that the Chiefs are going to 
take the division again. You know, that's their division. Right? Well, I you know, safe I, I, it's hard to say because the Chargers, they get so close and so close, and then it's like it just blows up in their face, you Doesn't know? Doesn't it feel like they, they uh, who, who was their, their longtime quarterback there? Um, but, uh, no, the, uh, recent, the, recent. The, the guy that had all the kids. Yeah. Rivers. Yeah, Rivers. Doesn't yeah. it feel like they just drafted him all over again? A guy that can, that's got all the tools and plays great all, all, all the time, but yet the team just keeps falling short? I don't, we were talking about the Chargers here, right? Yeah. Okay, I, I go back. Okay, now, I used to live in San Diego. And Dan I remember. Dan Fouts, Yeah, I remember yeah. Dan Fouts. I remember. I, I, I remember those games. Yeah, I remember. Uh, but I, geez, I can't even remember right now. But there, there, I, I went. The only Monday night game that I've ever been to was way back when the Chargers played Chicago in, in nineteen. It was a year before the char, uh, the before Chicago won the okay. NFL eighty six so bear eighty five bears, the eighty five bears. So this would have been nineteen eighty four. Okay, we were way up in the nosebleed section. You could, actually you could, yeah, three, the the, the, right? the players were that. only like a half inch tall, but that, that was probably one of the funnest nights of my life. That you're going to a Monday night game at the old Jack Murphy Stadium. Yeah, yeah it it got destroyed. It's not there anymore. No, so was that their last stadium, or did they? Build one in the yeah, 90s. I don't know. I, I, cause you know, like I said, I was there in the early eighties, and uh, yeah, that's San Diego. You know, it. I, I was. I was just in this conversation. It made me think. Well, wait, because they just left a few years ago. Yeah, and which stadium was that? And well, yeah, it still maybe there? they were playing at, at that San Diego State Stadium. Who knows? You know, but then they were they were sharing yeah. L.A.'s. Yeah, they're they, playing yeah. their home games at Once LA. To LA. Yeah, I know. I <clears throat> so you know, yeah, I mean, you know, San Diego has always been kind of, kind of goofy with their sports team. The Clippers, they were going to be really, really good, and then they were really, really bad for so many years. But they got good once, you know. And, 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 and oh, that, yeah. the Clippers have been kind of up and down. Well, that's LA, right? They're right. They're LA. Where do the Chargers belong? Where do the Raiders belong? Oh my gosh! You know. Yeah. It, yeah. Why? Why can't they? You know. Why? Why? I don't know. And even the LA teams are like, well, they still have no fan base. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all people from other cities that are right. But it's the closest there. one around. You know. I guess the owner just. You know. I don't know. I have no idea. In that's Oakland, that's where that politics of ownership comes in. You know. Leaving Oakland. Uh, the Raiders took off, and uh, and now uh, the Oakland A's are, are set to leave, quite possibly. Well, it's because the Oakland don't give them any place. They, they won't let them build, you know? Yeah. They just won't, plain and simple, won't let them build. So what choice do they have, you know? Yeah. The stadium they got, you know, they, they need more space to make it bigger and... You know, to make it to what they need, and then they don't want to. Nobody's going to give up that. Well, there's of. probably a, a a stadium in San Diego they could go to for a year while they tear down the one they have and build a new one. Yeah, let's just leave all that shit to the politics of NFL ownership, huh? 
But you know, this this it, the Raiders are going to be probably yeah, a Jimmy win G, for Detroit. They, they Jimmy Garoppolo back. Well, not back, but Jimmy Garoppolo himself comes back uh, from injury and other things, other other injuries. And do we play the Raiders at home or do we play them on a the road? That is. At home, Monday night. Speaking of Monday night. Uh, so that's the, probably the other game we'll get to see that Halloween, new. It's the Halloween night, I think, the 30th of December. So um, yeah. Raiders fans will be in costume, and yeah, maybe that is the other. That's the other, the second night that we'll see the uh, the helmet. There we go. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was a, if, if we got one at home or not. Well, it's as long as it's nationally televised. I mean, it's, that's a Monday night game. So, yeah. How many Monday other Monday night games do we have? We don't, do we? Um, no, that's the only Monday night. No, but there's a couple that could be determined as, but maybe not. Yeah, it's uh, it might be the the Cowboys game on uh, December thirtieth. Saturday game at Cowboys. I don't know. I for, I just forget which. Maybe they could do it at the the at the Packers on the prime. Yeah, I think I remember. The prime game is it the prime game that they do that on the Thursday? Yeah, September. I, I, don't, I don't know. The only other team that we want to talk about is the Broncos. And do you think where that is that one at home or is that on the road? Broncos. Um, that is at home. But that is to be determined, time-wise. Yeah. And date, that's a flex. So, but it's in December. That should be a schmuck game for Detroit. They should, well, it'll they be interesting. I mean, I would say for sure, you know, if it was week one, I'd love to roll over the Broncos in week one. Uh, but when you get into December, who knows what, what they got going on by then. May, they, they've either turned it around or they're... They're tanking. Well, know? let's just say they're they're <laughs> a rebuilding a... team. They got new ownership. Right, they right. got new everything. New coach, Peyton, Sean Payton. And, yeah. and that's what's interesting about it. Right. And Sean Russell Payton. Wilson and what, his second year now as, as a Bronco. Yeah, but the, all new coaches. So really, you know. Well, yeah. Like Sean, said, Sean is the quarterback whisperer, right? Right, right. So right. we'll see what happens with Russell now. I mean, I, I'm glad that he's got Sean Payton for a coach. Because if not, I think I think yeah, Russell like, would have had to retire. To be honest. Yeah, it sounds like he he it wasn't all his fault last year. It sounds like there was a just a bit of an incompetent regime going on. Uh, a lot of incompetence everywhere in that team. But not all Russell Wilson's fault. They said yes. I I read that too. Yeah, and, I mean, we and, know what it's like to have incompetent leaders. Yeah, and I'm uh, <laughs> I'm glad that that he's that Sean Payton came in to kind of. Set set the record straight, so so to speak, I guess, because I really do think Denver uh, could 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 go somewhere, but I don't know, probably not this year. You know, it could be seven, eight, six, seven, six wins, seven, six, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'm being generous. Looked their, I haven't yeah. looked at their schedule. But, yeah. you know, it it does feel like like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, you wonder, uh, you know. With Brad Holmes and, and Dan Campbell's rebuild, 
didn't take off right away. Right? No, you know? no, and and uh, I don't suspect any other team in the league's first year head coach is going to do you know any better than what Dan Campbell did. Um, it, it, you know, and, and but you know you got to remember though, you know Sean Payton is a mentor of Dan Campbell. A lot of what Dan Campbell did, he learned from Sean. That's the person I make, you know, if, if Dan and them didn't get it done right away and they took uh, Sean Payton's approach to things to some extent, you know, they also brought in the L.A. stuff, and but uh, you wonder, you know, if uh, it'll it'll take him a couple years to, to get it done or... Is he like that much better because he is a veteran coach, and can he actually come in and, and get a, a year and a half head start over what Dan Campbell's done? Um, it's hard to say. You know, that's why it's the NFL, right? And yeah, you don't know. And, and I saw Dan Campbell in in a in an interview here a little bit ago, and uh, you know, and the question to him was was say, you know, how do you teach a team? To, to learn how to win, you know, and, yeah. and, and his answer, he said, he said, I have to give credit to Bill Parcells and Sean Payton for saying this because these are the ones that taught it to me. He said, he said, the best way to learn how to win is to win. And there's no other way around it. <laughs> you just have to win. Yeah. You, you don't, you, you don't know until you know. And it's so, that kind of thing. Yep, and and that 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 says a lot about what this Detroit team is, you know, or what it's been actually, because they took them a while, a half a season to learn how to win, and when they learn, you know, when and they got that education, they went eight and two in the last ten games. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I think that should very easily roll over for this year. Uh, which would be um, with this year's draft and, and additions of free agents, I would say the percentage of what we did in the last second half of last year will, will be, you know, should carry over to the first half of this year I'd, and I'd the like, rest of the season. In, with that in mind, I'd like to see a, a, a similar pattern to to last year. To where, uh, like you said, you know they got uh, they learned to win. Once they, and I think there was a, a, a corresponding arc there with the rookies coming of age halfway through the season, and and then now I think hopefully this season the new rookies will come of age and you'll get Jameson Williams back halfway through this, less than halfway through the season. And and the hard, somewhat of the the season is somewhat of the hardest part of the season is early, mm-hmm. and the back half is mostly division games for whatever reason, right? Like I know that's kind of weird in the schedule how they yeah. set that up. So, it, like uh, it's going to come right down to the wire at the end of the season. Yeah, you know, it's like the, there's teams that play that div- divisional rivals that play each other. One game, and then they got one game off with another divisional rival, and then they play that same team they played the previous game 
again after that then that third game. That's what we got. The <laughs> last, last three weeks at Vikings, at Cowboys, at home versus Vikings. Yeah, see there we go. That's yeah. the but that but Detroit's not the only team right. in the league that, that. The, how they set up. I think I kinda like that how that's set up. Because there are some things like that, you know. Yep. You know? I think they kinda gave that some thought instead of just writing it in there. Well the same the I mean, the uh, uh, Panthers, you know, we play unethically, I think, to some extent. You'd, uh, we'd play them the third game of the preseason, and then we play them week five of the, or one, two, three, four, five, seven, week seven of the season, we play them again. So we, and we just played them last season. So it's like, what are they doing there? You know, don't they usually avoid those situations? Yeah, know. You know, not, but they're obviously purposefully putting us in that situation. Yeah. Uh, or, I, or, or no, Panthers, yeah, one, two, three, four, five. I was right the first time I went all the way to the Ravens there. It's week five, the Panthers. So, you know, you play them in the preseason, and then you're there, you know, two months later. And they're... Uh, oh, we play the Panthers in the preseason. I haven't seen yes. any of that preseason stuff yet. Yeah, that's something else we sh- we, we could have. Yeah, why don't you enlighten us on the preseason? Because that's those, the only one I have in my yeah, head is Panthers. We so yeah. we definitely play the Panthers, huh? Yeah, and th- there's uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a joint practice in there with another team. And right? Stuff and, yeah. Know. Who who is that? They were doing that with? Was <laughs> this that is good podcast? That might be Denver. No, it's not the Colts again, but no, uh, either we could go through all the. Yeah, all the I don't know. Teams. I remember Dan Campbell uh, talking about it, saying, "Yeah, it's a good opportunity." Maybe that was from last year, but but no, they were they were talking earlier about having a having a joint practice. It may be the Jets. No. <laughs> no. Okay, we'll get back to you with that one because I, I we're we're, we're speculating here because neither one of us know. The Jets got hard knocks. Did they? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So the Lions are out of it this year. Well, we were out of it, but they asked us. They did. You know that would have been, but I'm glad they refused it because this is not the year you want want that. Last year was the year you wanted that. This year, yeah. you want to be a little more secretive about what you're doing. And uh, <laughs> not that that would, you know, give away anything about what they're doing. It's just, you just don't want that. So not this year. The, uh, so I'd, just to cap off the NFC, or the, I'm sorry, the AFC West, uh, I'll, I'll go Chiefs, uh, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Ooh, you're going to put the Raiders in the bottom? I am. You know, we'll see here. I'm going to do a little bit different just because of what we talked about earlier. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Okay, Broncos are in a rebuild. And like I said before, no first-year coach does real well. No. I don't, you know, no, they don't. They just don't. There's always some bugs to work out. Some coach that isn't working out somewhere got or got good, the wrong player somewhere along the lines. They had a good defense. I just think, the, you know, the team was lost and, uh, you know, the locker room was probably lost because, uh, right. uh, what's his name? Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson had a 
had an executive office up on the third floor with the elevators and the yeah, private yeah, bathrooms. Yeah, but but you know this um, this let let's just let's just say to that. We had let's champagne. just say it this way, okay? Jimmy G isn't coming into a first year um, coach, okay? He's not. No, but it's the Patriot way, and, and well, and, and so what? Jimmy okay, G made, was the Patriot that's way. That's what right? he learned. Okay, yeah. that's where he originally was drafted by the Patriots. Right. I think it's a great fit. I think I think Jimmy Garoppolo will do very well at the Raiders. I'm excited to see it. Me too. You know, I, mean, I am. I don't football. think he had a snowball's chance in a fat fryer at San Francisco. Not at all. Well, he did one season. Until you know, until he got yeah, but then they then they went and got Brock Purdy, and they just kind of like the shit hit the fan from there on in. It's like what the hell, you know? Okay. Yeah, I still I still can't believe they hardly have a quarterback in in San Francisco. I know they don't they don't seem to be liking Trey Lance too much because I seen in a tweet the other day that they now formally have Trey Lance as. They're a thirty-four million dollar third stringer, <laughs> you know. So, you know. Well, yeah, Sam Darnold's kicking ass. <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, well, yeah, yeah we'll so see. That's I, still ongoing. <laughs> now, like, not now. It's vacation time, right? So, the, but I think that's probably the the deal there. Where I think uh, the Chargers will be alone in second place, and. Uh, and, you know, Kansas City will just run away with it, and he'll have a little battle there. They the might have a chance against the picks. Chiefs if they can beat them one out of two. You know, if they can, if they can split in it with uh, those two games yeah, with the Chiefs, then they like would that. still have a chance at, at winning the division. And they yeah. still can be, be – I think the Chargers are probably still good enough to be a wild card too if, if, if the Chiefs do win the division. So – yeah, you know, I I think the Chargers take a step up from last year, you know, to get back to the original form they were in the year before, or maybe that was two years before. I I, I forget. Exactly. I forget. You know, <clears throat> but I I think I think uh, you know there's a possibility too that the Chiefs could take a half a step back too. You know. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, it's, <laughs> A chance. There's a chance. You were saying there's a chance, right? Well, um, you know, it all depends on if Detroit can show the NFL how to beat them. Yeah. And for me, or at like, least slow them down. Like, uh, like the Chargers and their uh, draft pick, Quentin Johnson. I just, I was, I'm not a believer of Quentin Johnson yet. We'll, we'll see, right? If, if you can come in and, and blow doors and be a terror uh and yeah i think they then you you got a bit of a chance there to, to fill out that offense uh consistently uh and not just have up and down weeks right you talking about the raiders chargers chargers yeah. okay I, yeah Cause hey, just... hey, herbert's the quarterback right yeah yeah i i i think uh I think with another NFL season under his back is going to make him even better because I think I think he's a smart enough player to understand what he's got to do to to beat these teams, you know what yeah. he's got to do better, you know. Yeah. So I I look for I look for the Chargers to 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 be in second place, but and and, and possibly even threaten the Chiefs to win the division, you know. 
I, I'm not saying it's it's going to happen, but I say they they are they could very easily be a threat to the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're the only team to me that could be a threat, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, and, uh, but you know, but I'm I'm going to give kudos to Jimmy G and the Raiders because I think I think the Raiders are going to do better than than what people thought they were going to do. Yeah, because I think Jimmy G is a better quarter than what quarterback than what people think he is. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised really that I'm betting on Russell Wilson over Jimmy G at the moment. Um, well, because Sean Payton is his yeah. coach, and, and yeah. I get that, you know, and, and, I, and I agree with that. Because yeah, just, just, just because was, Sean Payton is Sean Payton, yeah. the quarterback whisperer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, Grafzapa. <laughs> you can grasp the football yeah, from be, my hand. It'll be, it'll be interesting to uh, see. In, in, uh, one thing I like to, to watch for is, is the fact that uh, uh, Adam Troutman, kid from, uh, kid from Elk, Rapids. Elk Rapids, just down the road here yes. from us, yeah. Yeah, followed uh, Sean Payton from New Orleans to Denver. Yep. And, uh, so we'll get to. Yeah, he'll so get to play the line. He'll come back. Yeah, yeah. come back to Detroit to play him. Yeah, and, yeah, that's right. That's a home game, isn't it? Uh, you said Bronco over shoulder, shoulder, and yes. Yeah. So cool. He'll get a homecoming. Yeah. And you you ever eat it over there? There's there's a couple of really good places to eat over there in Elk Rapids. And, oh yeah, did did uh, Chang's Garden isn't uh. The yeah, Chinese. the Chinese restaurant, the buffet place that you keep talking about. No, it's not a buffet. It's not, not a buffet. buffet. Not. It's a no. God no. Okay. Uh, no. Everything's fresh. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, we, we went in there and uh, ordered twenty-four egg rolls or spring rolls, I should say, <laughs> uh, and like uh, seven entrees or whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, and. Because you, you really you can't just get one order of spring rolls. They're they're too good and fresh and, um, yeah, incredible stuff. We should come from there some night. Yeah, if 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 anybody's coming up north and you're going through Elk Rapids, it, to to get to that 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 uh, Chinese place is yeah you, you it'd be on the it'd be on the left hand side of the road right towards the big lake. Now what where are, we went was over on the other side of the highway. Um, where you go down to, at the light, you take a right there and a little place down there and on the left, there's a little place down there. Can't remember the name of it, but they serve like the best grinders I've ever had. They're, I had the meatball sub. It was freaking awesome. Nice. My friend, she had the, the, the ham and cheese and just best. Yeah. So Elk Rapids. Hey, yeah. Salute. Uh, yeah. They got, uh, pearls, uh, New Orleans style uh, restaurant. Oh, there. yeah, that's kind of famous. That's been around for a long time. Yeah, Pearls. it's been there 20 years or so. Yeah. Um, there used to be a little bakery downtown that the next girlfriend and I used to stop there a lot. Yeah, fresh donuts every morning. That's uh, yeah, still there. Yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah. That's just up the street from Chang's. Uh, yep. So getting back to football, they, with uh, this... pizza and whatnot, <laughs> uh, burgers. Yeah, they got everything. You know, docks. You can you can take your boat, dock downtown uh, at the public dock. Get out, get your changs, go back to your boat, and eat it. It's great. <laughs> get or eat it there. The 
Yeah. Well, but it's a anyway, small, it's a small place, right? Only four Northern Michigan tables. Food Report. <laughs> right. It is the off season, so that's the only reason I'm letting him get away with this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. I got to get down there for the chimes. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, there's been a lot of things, you know, Dan Campbell being called meathead and all that, wearing a racing helmet, getting made fun of and everything, you know. But in, in an interview, I, I, I heard uh, it was asked, like, you know, how is the game slowing down for you, coach? Are you seeing it better? And and that's that's what he emphasized the most was yes it, it's slowing down a lot more for him he can see what's happening with the game and a lot a lot lot smarter eyes I suppose smart wow that'd be a good word if if you if it was I Z E smarter yeah, eyes he, he just feels more comfortable you know now as a head coach and and that's to me that that's that's kudos that's big because. You know, um, and I think uh, the senior advisors that they, they got him has a lot to do with that, you know. Mm. And uh, so, you know, so we'll, that that will be another thing to keep an eye on this season is to see, you know, how, how Dan Campbell makes his decisions in, in certain situations, whether they be, you know, good or bad. Yeah, and and what decisions does the team put him in with their execution of the game plan and stuff? You know, it's are you gonna on defense find yourself hopefully in third and eight more instead of you know third and four, right? You know, or second and eight instead of second and four. You know. Uh, and, and, and I, yeah, but I think that all has to do with the kicking game. You know, we talked about that last week. Yeah, nah, it, yeah it's like, you know, during, if, if you're out near the 50-yard line, you're drive. not going to try a 60-yard field goal. Well, that's not you know? mid, mid Even mid if you got a guy who can. It's not yeah. what I was talking about at all. <laughs> I mean, those are decisions that you have to make as a coach, yeah, it, is whether right. to kick you know, or and not. And that was his big mistake last year was going for it yeah. instead of, Either kicking a field goal or a punt, yeah. you know, yeah. and and that's that's where being more smart about being a head coach comes in because you want that, and, and you can't be so hard headed. Hey, I'm the coach. This is what we're gonna do. You know, we yeah. had that with Matt Patricia. We don't need that with Dan Campbell, and we don't have that with Dan Campbell. No, not at all. It's yeah. To me, it's it's. I think the uh, the team as it gets better, is going to make those decisions easier on the coach, I guess is my point. You know, it's exactly and you know, from from drive to drive. You're 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 not going to be faced with, uh, you know, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, your you're third, third and long. Yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In a row, you know, you had to punt time, two times before. Do you want to punt again? Yeah. Or or on defense, uh, your third, third and short in a row. Right. You know, yeah. It's the same thing. And then, you know, all that gets uh, into time management at the end of the game. Uh, Which is because, another thing a head coach gets graded on. Yeah. You know, how he manages that clock, how you keep play rolling, you know, information from the sideline to the huddle, you know, yeah. how is that transferred? Because if, you know? if your team's in control of these things and, and on the good side of yardage and downs, then you're not, you're in control of the clock. 
you know, you're the one that can, that's at third and two on offense and sitting there holding the ball, letting the clock wind down until it hits zero. Yeah, to, to with, a, with a 15 point lead. Right. <laughs> you know, you're, you're not having to snap the ball with 10 seconds left to conserve time and, and those kind of decisions, you know. Uh, the, as the team gets better, he's more focused than on, okay, this is the third quarter and we're ahead. Let's play small ball, you know, uh, and and just and conserve the clock. So, yeah, and and I it's it's because Dan Campbell, awesome he's going to be under a microscope this year, you know, and you know, I don't 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 think he's not because right there are still a lot of critics out there that still think he's a meathead, you know, and and, and a, a kind of a fluke, I guess, whatever, you know. I well, those, those same characters don't like, don't think Jared Goff could, you know. Exactly. These are people that don't follow the team. They the don't. All they see is all the losing and all the bad. Oh, isn't that typical? Jameson Winston got six game suspension. You know, that's typical Lions shit. Yeah. Hey, buddy, screw you. You yeah. know? Yeah, this isn't the, the 1970s. Exactly. Or 80s. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, go they, that goes back a ways, Rich. You know? I seen, uh, uh that, uh, the 70s were probably the best of them. Anyway, I, anyway. I, I seen per Instagram story that Tracy Walker has been cleared to return to the team as 100%. Good for him. So yeah, that that's that's kind of big news there. Tracy is now cleared to come back and to go on vacation. <laughs> go on vacation. <laughs> no, now he can train full bore. Right. You know, so and that's probably what he's gonna do. He's probably if he does take a vacation, as a matter of fact, I think I seen him in an interview, he says, I need to train more before I go take a vacation. So maybe a week, maybe two. You know, so so and so I, I, kudos to him because we really do need him back. You know, he needs to be a hundred percent. We need the Tracy Walker that, uh, sure do. that was the Tracy Walker that made him the Tracy Walker. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we need the leader and we need the depth, you know, at the top. Uh, it's just a, it's a weird not knowing what his, his, uh, role needs to be because we've got by so well without them. Right, but I think yeah. it, with the additions... And there's the new additions. Yeah, right? the additions of uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson and the addition of uh, uh, the other two guys that... Sutton. veterans that, you know, got on one-year deals, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, that just makes you that much stronger. That we have a awesome secondary right now, you know, and I do have a theory about that. Like it, it's a uh, Sutton, right? That was actually a two-year deal on the outside, right? He was a multi-year deal. Yeah, Sutton was. Yeah, yeah. the multi-year deal, and then they gave Chauncey Gardner a one-year, and then the kid from San Francisco. Yeah, that gave, was, that's her. They gave him a one-year deal. Yeah, see. In, and we didn't, well, I guess they would have gone for Witherspoon, you know, but a safety, you know, in the draft. Yeah, they would have. And, but they still 
don't have and haven't given up the, the draft capital um, <coughs> to uh, a first round, a high draft pick at cornerback, right? Like uh, Akuda um, or Ward in Cleveland or, or anyone. And <coughs> I wonder if this defense doesn't need that if they're uh, emphasizing safety so hard. Right? Well, yeah, because, you know, the way as they, they brought, they, they, they drafted Brady Breeze, who is basically a clone of CJGJ, you know. Not Brady Breeze, but. Uh, or no, yeah, what the heck is his name? Yeah. yeah. Uh, did I say Brady Breeze? Did, did. Did that I was really? A good slip. No, it was, that was uh, a good slip. It's, uh, yeah, our, uh, our no, sec- you, second round draft pick there, the, 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 the safety. Uh, Brian Branch. Brian right? the Branch. Other BB, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, my bad. I, I apologize. That's funny. That's funny. But um, Brian, I apologize. But, uh, but even down the orbit, too. Yeah, Brian but he, he's a safety, not a cornerback, you know? Right. And that's what you, um, Brad Holmes has emphasized, like, over and over again. He says, and, and I, or it's either Brad Holmes or the, the defensive coordinator. I get the two mixed up a lot. And it's a, but because they're, yeah, they're both Brown. genius minds, football minds, and uh, but they both said, you know, this is this 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 is the defense is basically set up not for the heroes to be on the outside edges or the linebackers or the cornerbacks. No, this is set up. Safeties are the key to this defense. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's that's where that's where the bread and butter of this defense is going to be is going to be in the secondary and. And I, I would say with this lineup and, and what we've got for the next few years, that, you know, it's basically set up right now for five more years, you know, five years of yeah. this kind of football is, it's, it's very exciting. Yeah, it's going to be, it's, it really is set up to be exciting. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's, that's the good, you know, Tracy Walker coming back, Campbell feeling more comfortable as a coach. Um, you know, and, and the team finally learning how to win. And, and that, it, and that, and that proved out to the end of last season. And I do believe that's going to carry over this year with a big plus sign on the end of that, you know, plus, 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 because we had a really good free agency and had a really good draft. And I think that's all going to add to what we had uh, to the final totals of last year, you know? Yeah. So freaking healthy, too, it feels, you know. Uh, yep. yep. Everything no. they're doing in-house to, to keep the team healthy is is working. And yeah. I'm surprised, um, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it, 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 seems, it seems something that uh, is intangible, right? Injuries, you know. It, it just seems like it's something that is un, inevitable and uncontrollable. But yet, the Lions are taking every advantage they can with changing the turf and, well, and re, <clears throat> redoing their whole physical therapy uh, uh, staff, it seems. Well, it's just not just that, but the players are getting better because this is the second, third year of this regime. Oh, I'm just talking about health wise. Well, yeah. I know it, but yeah. I'm Not trying talent. to trying to tie into Khalif Raymond and and nope. what Jeremy Reisman said about him. Yeah, that was you a know, good article. And the, the players are getting better, and Khalif Raymond yeah. is definitely proof of that. 
ranked as because he hadn't had enough time under his belt to be actually ranked in any kind of uh well, season to season he he makes the list of of uh eligible wide receivers for uh this uh the stat that uh jeremy was talking about from a pff podcast but uh that he was that Cleef was uh, listed by a couple of the guys on the podcast as the most one of the most underrated receivers in the league and due to his separation stats and Separation is yeah. important, people. And, and some some years he doesn't get enough snaps to qualify for the stat. So, but when he does, he's like off the charts because he he just uh, is that way, right? And and maybe it's because he's not out there a lot that a guy that's covering him isn't doesn't have time to get used to. Him. Well, it, it just depends on, on his footwork. He's got, like, fantabulous route running, and the way you get that is to have fantabulous footwork. You go out there, you do your little dance out there in front of the guy, the guy gets juked to the left and falls out of his socks while you go barreling off to the right, you yeah. know? And I, I've been saying it, you know, for two years, just talking to the guy that he... I, they love him. He's great. And yep. he does what they ask. He, he's not uh, not out there a lot. He's got multiple duties, a lot of special teams things. He was uh, really good uh, punt returner last year. With, uh, and so it is a good punt returner and probably will be this year. Yeah. I, I love his speed. I always have. And, and I'm really glad that he got the, I, I, I'm not, I'm just guessing here, but I think he's in, this would be the, the the third the the third year of a five year contract is that what am I right on that? I don't think so. I did, yeah, I don't know, but I, I'm maybe this is his last year of his contract. But I think his first year was was the year that Patricia got fired. I feel like Marvin Jones was the last guy to get a five year contract yeah, as a wide receiver. I, but. Yeah, but that's why I'm kind of thinking he got it from Quinn and Patricia. That's you know I right that, and that's where I think. He got his contract in the last year. I'm feeling like this is his last year, which would be four then, right? Right. So yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it. But he, Jeremy so, ranked him number one in separation. Well, that's uh, PFF did. PFF did. In, in, yeah. In, the, in that one stat, yeah. Um, but I wish we had more time. I mean, we yeah, got about two minutes here, less than two minutes, and I wanted to bring up uh, about uh, the the. Um, some guy in the media mogul stated that David Montgomery was a downgrade from Jamal Williams, and I disagree. Uh, well, it, it, it's all like stats, right? If you look at, uh, if you say, oh, geez, is, is a goal line and third down back? Uh, yeah, Jamal Williams killed Montgomery in stats. Well, that's because, because Montgomery had a better... Had a shitty offensive line, and well, Jamal didn't. Yeah, and, and I and think they, Jamal they went a different way. They used the, their other receiver in the red zone, the right. receiving back in the red zone, and things like that. So well, I just kind of think, that, and I made this prediction earlier. Montgomery between the twenties more. And Montgomery's going to break every Jamal record there ever was. That's what I guess. Uh, so yeah, we're down to about forty-five seconds, Rich. Yeah. So why don't we sign, get ready here, and say that yeah, it's jam night. We got to start. Get yep. ready for jamming. So. Get, this has been 
The old M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. The old. Yes, <laughs> which I didn't say in the beginning of the podcast. Old so fart. I said it's Randy and Rich. The old, you know, um, so uh, Rich and Randy, the old fart. The old fart. Yeah. Um, old fart radio. Here we go. Outdoors, under the sky, in the hazy coffin kind of breeze. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I, is it Canada or Wisconsin? I heard this time. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's Wisconsin. hard to say. Yeah, cheese is burning. Somebody's smoking a Watch for deer, one pride. Go, Go Lions. Lions.